Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. Welcome to episode number 18. We are continuing what I started last week. At the end of the week, I made a little um, podcast to introduce a little subset um, topic about being okay, and that's okay. We live in such a information-crazed time with our smartphones and the internet at our fingertips, it's easy to just ask Siri or Google a question and have the answer immediate. How tall is that actor? Is this person dead? When did that happen in history? We have the answers at our fingertips. Now, of course, you've got to be very careful about trusting those sources, but we'll get back to that in a minute. But we live in an information-crazed society where we want so much information, but then we're also afraid to really get into deep information that might make us uncomfortable. But today I want to cover just this simple little topic to say, I don't know, and that's okay. It's okay for us not to know something. I was looking through my credentials. Bible college trained, almost 30 years in the ministry. I've been studying and being taught the Bible since a small child. I've counseled, preached, and taught thousands of lessons and sermons. Answered hundreds of Bible questions. As far as marriage, I've been married. Wonderful, wonderful marriage to an amazing lady for over 25 years. I've raised my children. I've, I have two out the door working on the other two, four wonderful children. I've, throughout my ministry years, I've held many different jobs and been trained in many different areas between being a mechanic, an electrician, carpenter, roofer, car salesman, maintenance guy, auto detailer, sales associate, manager. I have this broad range of all these different areas. Um, And one of the hardest things that I had to learn was when someone asked a question, was to simply answer, I don't know. That was hard. To me, it was almost a hit upon my pride to to stop and and consider that I may not have all the answers. Fresh out of Bible college, I was the assistant pastor in school, administrator and teacher at a small ministry. Before I was, I think I was 32 when I took my first senior pastorate. And I was expected to have the answers. And many times, I didn't. We are so filled with knowledge and information. And we have such massive uh, access to information and history. 
and knowledge. And sometimes I think we view our inability to have the right answer as weakness. Let me start with a, a passage of scripture, Proverbs chapter number one. The Proverbs of Solomon, king of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive instruction of wisdom and justice and judgment and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. Listen to verse 5. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning. A man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Well, there's some truth there. Even those who have the greatest of knowledge and wisdom will take time to seek out more. We've got to be very careful that we do not get too prideful and think that we have all the answers. Because we don't. If we're not careful, we'll get puffed up in our knowledge. And think that because of some experience, a life experience, or some training, or <clears throat> something in our lives that we have all the right answers to every question of life. I always, I've been teasing my children for years when boasting of my internal intelligence. And I tell my children, you do realize that Daddy has an answer to every question. You do, Daddy? Yep. And the easiest answer to every question is, I don't know. I don't have a clue. And I want to help you today. It's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay. Let me give you some principles here. Number one. It's okay to not know the right answer. <laughs> but I've got Siri. I've got Google. I've got Alexa. It's okay not to have all the right answers. <clears throat> this last year, I was given a promotion and I took a new job. And some of the things that I've had to deal with are a little out of my comfort knowledge zone. And that's okay. When in being interviewed, I told my two prospective bosses of that, of my new position, potential position, you do realize that I'm weak in this and this and this area. <laughs> and they said, that's okay. It's okay to not have the right answer every time. When we think that we have the right answer, we can get puffed up and sometimes we can make ourselves look like an extreme fool by pretending that we have the knowledge and answer for everything when we don't. It's okay not to know for a short amount of time. <laughs> Number two, while it's okay to not know the right answer, you've got to understand, don't be satisfied with just not knowing. That's what growth and knowledge and learning and studying and counsel and reading and researching is all about. I love our church, the church where I serve. I love that church 
because it's okay to not have all the right answers. My pastor and I, we make such a wonderful team because where I'm strong, he's weak. Where he's weak, I'm strong. And we make this and this this teamwork <laughs> to where if I don't have the answer, he probably does. And if he doesn't have the answer and I don't have the answer, well, we're going to figure it out together. Don't be satisfied with just not knowing. Research, learn, grow. <clears throat> I remember when I was teaching uh, Christian school many years ago, I had a young man come up and answer a question on one of his, one of his, uh, in one of his school books. And I said, well, what does that mean? And he just gave the, the quick cut Baptist short version of half of a verse. And I called him by name. I said, what does that mean? Well, it means this, 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 this. And I said, but what does that mean? We're so quick to just <clears throat> be satisfied with not knowing the whys and the, and the, and the knowledge and the deep truths and the history behind things. And it's very dangerous. Don't be satisfied with just not knowing. It's okay to not have all the answers, but it's also not okay just to remain there. Number three, that brings us to number three. That seek out an answer. If you're asked a question you don't know, say, I don't know. But then give the answer, I'm going to find out for both of us. Because when we, when we just are happy in our ignorance, that makes us weak and makes us lazy and makes us obtuse. And that's not safe. That's not good. That's not wise. That's not strong. How about this one? Number four. When you're seeking out an answer, don't take the first answer you come to at face value. Have good multiple sources for that subject. Go beyond your, your comfort zone, that little circle of influence. Because if you're not careful, you will, you will not really find an answer if you just stay within that little zone that makes you comfortable. Broaden your horizons. I come from a, a group of Christianity, how's that, that far too many people, they're afraid to get out of their comfort zone and maybe read a book that doesn't have the right um, Bible version in it, afraid to listen to a sermon that may have um, some false doctrine in it, maybe read an article that might have um, some opinion that we may not agree with in it. Well, how are you going to learn? How are you going to know what's right and wrong? Learn. Grow. Have multiple sources. Good multiple sources for the subject you're seeking out. Number five. If you're unable to find an, an immediate answer, keep it in what my pastor calls propositional space until you can find an answer. It's okay to set it off to the side and say, you know, I can't find an answer to that just yet. I don't have an answer. 
I have my opinions, I have my thoughts, but I'm not quite prepared to say I have an answer. So let's just set that off to the side for a little bit. And that's okay. Far too many false doctrines, far too many hard-headed doctrinal stances come when we just assume that we have the right answer. And that's very dangerous. If you can't find a, an immediate answer, set it off to the side. Work on it. Meditate on it. Chew on it. Chew the cud. And last, number six. Be careful not to overcomplicate or oversimplify things. In your effort to say, I don't know, and then seek out an answer, don't seek the most simplistic answer and don't overcomplicate the answer. That's where it comes back to my pastor and I. I'm a simplificating person. He's an overcomplicating person. I like to make things simple, down-to-earth, easy to understand. My pastor wants to know, he wants to do DNA tests on the toenails of the beast in Nebuchadnezzar's dream. <laughs> That's why we work out so well together. We balance each other out so well. But don't overcomplicate and don't oversimplify your answers that you're seeking. But it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay. It's all right when your kids ask the hard questions to look at them and say, Johnny, Daddy doesn't have the answer to that. It makes me feel a little dumb that I don't have the answer to that, but I'm going to find out for you. And let's research that together. Let's learn together. But it's okay to say, I don't know. But don't just be satisfied with not knowing. Learn, grow, research, study. But while you're doing that, it's okay to say, I don't know. Haven't got the foggiest. So parents, pastors, counselors, teachers, friends, it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay. This is a help to you. Please reach out to me, heretohelpministry.com. I'd love to hear from you. Share this podcast with your friends and families if it was a help to you. But it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay. But grow. Don't be satisfied with just not knowing. Learn, study, meditate, expand your knowledge. A wise man will hear. I will attain unto wise counsels. Have a great day. Bye-bye.